Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? It's been a minute. It's been just a little minute. Um, the reasoning is because I moved to Maryland. How about that? You gotta love it. Um, so it's been a while setting up, trying to get things going. Um, yada da yada da yada da. So hopefully, um, we can do this more regularly now. We can do this a little bit uh, more free spirited. But to kind of recap you on what we've got going so far with Team Maryland, Navy, Maryland, uh, University of Maryland, Stevenson University's club team going at it. Towson University, Salisbury University. We'll check in on the women's side, Navy and Maryland, getting to the reason why there's only two. And, of course, we got to wait for Stevenson's uh, NCAA men's and women's squads to square up. So um, we'll get started here with uh, Team Maryland, who had a bit of a change right ahead of the season um, where uh, where Josh Fusco has left uh, had left Team Maryland uh, to go to Franklin Pierce University up in New Hampshire uh, in his space, Eric Brogan. Will t- uh, has taken over. He play or he played a role in the Northeast Generals organization for their U18 and U16 programs as well. Um, so he's taken over a team. It's been a little rough going to, uh, so far to start with uh, them having to get players in. A lot of times not playing with any scratches. Sometimes on the teetering of the roster line, but we're, they're trying to right the ship. In this one so far, seven games through, not the best result. One, four, and two um, sitting at the bottom of the South Division. But again, a lot of seasons still left to be played. Uh, plenty of things going on for Team Maryland uh, and what they have going on there. Uh, talking about their leading scorers, uh, Vladim Frolov, three goals, three assists. Uh, Jack Lamont, two goals, two assists. As uh, Xavier Tremblay, also two goals, two assists. Ryan Dempster and Jules Jardine with a goal and three assists, and Chase Hannon with four assists uh, all together there on the goaltending side. Alex Ilias has been uh, solid in there in 05 with uh, two overtime losses. Uh, the save percentage of 913 goals against 305. Riley Moskowitz, uh, 1 2 0 with a 388 and an 894. And Josh Scully with a uh, 02 0 record. With an 8-9-1 save percentage. So, Team Maryland, still plenty of work to be done, but still plenty of season to be played. So, we will have to see uh, how they react with all this. However, they do have some players representing uh, the EHL in the All-Star College Series. Uh, for the main All-Star team, uh, Nolan Zotter will be heading over to uh, to that squad. They'll be taking on uh, SUNY Fredonia and SUNY Brockport, the 20th and 21st. Uh, to go up there with other EHL players. Two goals in three games for Zotter so far, the 5-9 out of West Grove, Pennsylvania. There's also a South Central uh, all-star team. I think they said something about drinking your juice in that place, but they will be taking on Stevenson University uh, at the Reister Sound Sportplex uh, on the 17th, and they will be head up to Hershey Park Stadium to take on Lebanon Valley College on the 18th. couple team Marylanders there, uh, Vladim Froloff, uh, Jules Jardine on that squad as they will take on, uh, yeah, those two, Stevens University and the Lehigh Valley Dutch. Dutchman, I think it's still? I don't know. I think they might have changed their name. In any case, plenty of time left for Team Maryland 
uh, and uh, we will be on them and watching them and seeing how things are going with that. The Naval Academy Midshipman A Squad, um, they got off to an inauspicious start as their first game was postponed due to the fact that their bus broke down. So unfortunately, they could not play that first game on the 22nd uh, up in Pittsburgh, but they did play on Saturday, losing that one in OT. Came back for a home-and-home against Drexel. Unfortunately, dropped both of those as well. So not a great starting point for the Midshipman A squad. Uh, But at the same time, again, a lot of season left. Usually we said that the Pittsburgh series is the turning point, usually about six, seven games in. Could be the case for... uh, uh, the Naval Academy, a lot of interesting games coming up. They got Rhode Island coming up in uh, two weekends, or actually this weekend, and then they have uh, San Diego st- welcoming San Diego State and Western Michigan, two teams you don't see all that often. San Diego State making the nice haul out to Annapolis, and we will have to see how that uh, what comes about from that. Should be an interesting matchup for sure. Right now, Nick Allen has uh, led the way for the midshipmen in goals, three goals and an assist. Also leading the way in points, Evan Adams with a goal and two assists, as is Michael Rokovich, uh, Matthew Cho, and Patrick Laughlin with a goal and an assist, and Sean Ostrowski with two assists so far this season for your mids in net. Andrew uh, Rugg has had, was the uh, opening night starter with the OT loss, and uh, Nathaniel Schmidt also uh, getting in net with two defeats, unfortunately. Again, three seasons in, plenty of season to go. We will have to see what happens and what starts this weekend as you, uh, as Navy takes on Rhode Island in Rhode Island uh, for two games, Saturday, uh, Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Going up 97, up to 90, uh, to 695 after getting on 100. Actually, you can get it from 97 there. Uh, Towson has had uh, their shares of ups and downs, and it continues that way as they have uh, gone over in their first uh, six matchups, it would seem, against uh, home-and-home against George Mason. Dropped both of those. Uh, Dropped one against William Patterson. Dropped both against Mercyhurst. And dropped one against Temple. So uh, not not the best start. A very rough start for the Tigers. Uh, But again, a lot of season left to go. And uh, plenty of time to right the ship. A, a uh, A new feel out there in Towson. Plenty of young players. Uh, coming into the fold, so it'll take time for them to kind of adjust. Uh, overall, they're uh, playing four goaltenders, whole lot of uh, defense as well in that. So a lot of younger guys going to be slotting in and out for this. So we will see what happens. Jeremy Wilson uh, currently leading the way in points, three goals and four assists, while Tyler Mercier with six goals already this young season. James Harwood with a goal and three assists. Uh, Caleb Emmenden with two goals and an assist. So far in net, it has uh, has kind of been shifted around, but Daniel Ludwig getting most of it. Uh, three goals against and a 946 save percentage, five, 159 saves in three games. So getting a lot of shots thrown at him. Nate Borlow with 0-1-0 uh, with the 660, and uh, James Price 0-1-0 as well, 610, 854, uh, 8 Eight two for Burlow and Sean Knutson with O one and O with with only twenty minutes of ice time in that. So uh, Towson, a lot of youth in that, so they will have to build up from there and hopefully uh, go get things going 
in their stead and hopefully get things righted so they can go ahead and, uh, yeah, turn the ship around, as it were. The University of Maryland Terrapins off to a pretty solid start, only dropping one of their first, uh, I believe, eight games so far. They just uh, finished a sweep of West Virginia in West Virginia. So big win for them and big stats, too. Uh, only giving up two goals on the weekend there. They also beat Louisville 3-1, to uh, lost to Louisville uh, as well. I think they also lost to Dayton, unfortunately. Well, So two losses. I, I can't do math. Uh, early in the year, uh, they defeated Georgetown 4-1 to and JMU 7-2. to Unfortunately, uh, no clue why ACCHL does not give playable uh, stats um, for your Terrapins. However, I'm sure those will be updated on TerpsHockey.com. Sooner or later, nothing there as of yet. Uh, but uh, going through their stats, you know, Chase Wilson has been on fire, had nice still two assists in the Louisville game. Max Newham, all three goals in the 3-1 victory over uh, over Louisville that next night. So uh, a lot to be a uh, lot to take in for the Terps, and uh, they'll they'll keep going. They have a solid group around them, a solid core. So we will see and make sure that they uh, get things going. They will continue this week. They got two games uh, at uh, Ryder, or one game at Ryder this weekend. Uh, so you can go cheer on uh, the Terps somehow, some way. How about that, right? Uh, one game against Ryder, and that is at home in Laurel. So go ahead, have a good time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 9-20 start. So go out and get yourselves some Terp action. The Stevenson Mustangs have had, uh, it's been with a heavy heart they've been playing this week uh, or this year so far with the loss of uh, former player Eric Bennett earlier in the summer uh, to a car accident. They have, uh, you know, they have been very honorable of his memory. They have retired as number 24 uh, to the Sportplex um, and just a tragic situation has brought the team uh, closer together overall. And they have had a... uh, had the heck of a heck of a season to start. Two wins so far, both against Richmond, um, and uh, they will take a little bit, bit of a time off, a little bit of a time off before they go ahead and face them face again. And they will be taking actually. The, sorry, the Richmond game was a forfeit because Richmond could not field a team, so they'll wait a couple weeks and they'll take on Georgetown uh, on the 22nd in Owings Mills. They did drop one to James Madison after winning one in Richmond earlier uh, uh, at Richmond, yeah, earlier this year. Um, again, stats kind of hard to come by on the ACCHL website so far. I'm sure we'll get those fixed and those uh, figured out. But Stevenson uh, playing with a purpose as they are wont to do and uh, somehow some way in the Virginia division. I don't understand how that all works, how they got in the Virginia division, even though they are the furthest from Virginia of uh, of the teams in that area. Um I don't know how they couldn't have been slotted in the Mid-Atlantic Division, but whatever, that's not for me to decide, unfortunately. I don't make the rules just yet. So Stevenson's, uh, Stevenson will have a, uh, a great time ahead of themselves. Uh, the, the, the D2 squad or A squad, I guess, how they want to be. Uh, I don't know how they want to be notified, actually. So, um, yeah, there's that so far for y'all. So there's also, uh, in the ACCHL, there's a 2A division that Stevenson is in, that Loyola is in, that Maryland is in, and that Navy is in. 
So far, I haven't gotten bleep bleep about that. I know Loyola took on Stevenson the other night. I think they beat Stevenson ten uh, nothing a uh, couple Saturdays ago. Uh, Naval Academy, I think, is just about to start. The uh, D three for Maryland, I think, is just or the M two is just about to start. So, a lot of confusion in this. We'll try to get things sorted out, but we have not forgotten about them in the two way division uh, for all that. So. So don't don't think we forget about you. We see you there as we see Johns Hopkins, Montgomery, uh, and UMBC in the uh, three division in that premier division north. Uh, so we're we're tracking everybody. We're making sure we get everybody in here and hanging out, and then we'll kind of go from there. So that's that's where we're at right now. The, we're, we'll figure this we'll figure this thing out as we go. We'll do it live. Well, not really live. It's live to tape because that's how things are going in this but let's talk about the women's side of the docket because um we have lost yet another team it seems like as the Loyola Greyhounds have not made any announcements have not made any kind of um just anything in terms of what they have been done this season so I am to assume that they have gone uh on hiatus for the season uh looking at everything um uh, is to be said they don't have a schedule listed on the ACHA website of DBCHC. Uh, they kind of meet the the situation. I know earlier in the summer they were looking for players in Loyola to play. We will have to see if anything comes to fruition for this semester or next semester uh, and what happens with Loyola and how they will slot into it this year or next year. Towson again not back, not active this season as well, kind of a Shame on that as well for both those squads who did have recent success in the last few years, um, Loyola especially. But it's it's kind of sad to see uh, local teams go, and you hate to see the opportunities for any other women out there trying to play college hockey, um, even if it is non-varsity, to, to not have that opportunity. It really stinks. And, I mean, there's other forces at work, of course. Um, in terms of ice time and costs and all that stuff. But at the same time, to have that opportunity kind of taken away is, is, is stinks. It stinks for just the game as a whole, and it stinks for the area as a whole too. So we will see if they can come back, uh, either these squads, either next semester or next year. We'll have to keep tabs on them. For the uh, Naval Academy, uh, they have jumped off to a solid start as well. They uh they kicked off I think a little bit uh, this past uh, this past weekend. They took on the uh, Penn Quakers, and uh, while there is no score sheet to this one so far, uh, Navy did win four to nothing, shutting out the Quakers in that game. Anna Peterson had two power play goals, as uh, Alexa Smith and Christian Cornello with the other goals. On the evening, in that uh, Deanna Provoto with 24 saves in the victory, as she is uh, the new uh, goaltender, it looks like, of record. Sigrid Schwarzkopf, uh backing up there. So uh, we will have to see how this all goes down. It's a heck of a time for Mar uh, for Navy in this. They have another game. On the at the end of the month against Liberty and Ronan, and uh, Friday, Saturday, the 27th and 28th at McMullen Arena 
short schedule for them uh, overall, only four games in the new year. So we will see what the Naval Academy women do for the season and uh, see if they can't make it a three-peat in the DVCHC. University of Maryland, the Terrapin women, they have had uh, they had their first game uh, a couple weeks back. It looks like they have had uh, a few games, but only one listed here scheduling-wise, and that's uh, concerning. Even though they did, uh, they dropped this one to Ronan three to two, and unfortunately dropped two games against uh, Liberty past weekend, four nothing and two to one. Don't have a Villanova score they had in the second game, but. Alas, here we are. Uh, University of Maryland, now they will head over to University of Delaware on Sunday at the Gardens Ice House. 3 o'clock puck drop for that. If you're in the area, go for it. Check them out. Support your team because they're gone for a month. Their next game isn't until middle of November before the Thanksgiving break. So we will have to see what all goes about with the Terps. Women, and we will follow them all year long right here on the Chesapeake Hockey Week. Always time for some players. Um, so we'll start with Sam Annis, who has gone overseas. He is playing for Dynamo Minsk after helping the Hershey Bears win another Calder Cup. So far, Annis doing a great job with four goals and six assists in 14 games for the Belarusian squad. So uh, we will have to see his progression. He also got the shootout winner last Friday and a nice little beautiful move for himself. So Sam Annis over there doing work in the uh, other side of the uh, situation. Divina Pollen is another player who uh, uh, we picked up on our radar le- uh, this year. Let's just, I'm just going to call, call it what it is this year. The Seat Pleasant Maryland native uh, used to play uh, for the Junior Titans but he's now with the Amarillo Wranglers and racking up the penalty minutes. 46 penalty minutes so far and only four games for the Wranglers. Projected from Elite Prospects, 644, which I'm sure would be some kind of record. But, uh, yes, we will we will continue to track the pace of uh, Apollon. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to him uh, in uh, – and what a story for him. It uh, He was uh, the young man who was – uh, racially taunted uh, when he was at a uh, tournament in Pennsylvania back in 2018 when he was playing for the Metro Maple Leafs who uh, were housed at Piney Orchard Ice Arena. So for him to succeed to this point has been pretty dang awesome to see his journey from that and just chasing his dream going to where he is now. So congratulations to him uh, in uh, getting so far uh, to this point, but plenty Plenty of more to go as well. Micah Berger has been playing for the Sioux Falls Stampede. Two assists so far for the Bethesda native and former St. Albans school uh, player. Had two assists across since the beginning of the season so far, obviously. Uh, again, a lot of, lot of season to go, and he will be going to Miami University here next season. Julia Blitz is... Another player like Sam Annis who has gone overseas, she is playing in the Swedish League for Fjärdstad, uh, which is Division One in the women's side. She so far has uh, uh, seven goals and two assists in three games in Division One play uh, for the women's side, for the 22-year-old out of Potomac. So uh, she is doing some dang work after four years at RPI. 
and uh, taking that risk overseas. And now that's paying off dividends for her, uh, what it looks like. So we will definitely keep track of her. It'll be interesting to see if she decides to come back over to uh, North America to play in the new PWHL. Time will tell for that, of course. Um, you know, never be too sure uh, for everything like that. Lacey Eden. Let's talk about Lacey Eden, shall we? Um, just a dominant performance so far this year. Like, already, in four games, eight goals and an assist. It's been it's been absurd, the, the way she's been playing. So, the two-time, two-time, two-time national champion uh, with the... Uh, with the Wisconsin Badgers just lighting up again in her junior season. So we'll see how far she can go on that one as the competition does get harder and harder from here. Anthony Domina, after a uh, year in the in the uh, BCHL for the Trail Smoke Eaters as well as the uh, Kootenai Island uh, Junior Hockey League with the Columbia Valley Rockies, has got to Yorkton uh, to, in the Saskatchewan League to play for the Terriers. A goal and an assist so far for the 19-year-old from Severna Park, the former Severna Park, uh, sorry, Howard Husky and Washington Little Cap uh, going out to Saskatchewan. Miles Gunty so far, a goal and an assist in five games for the Youngstown Phantoms. Uh, he had a injury-filled season last year. Good to see him back on the ice and uh, producing as well for the USHL defending champions. Stephen Holiday, only one game so far for him in Ohio State, and it's an assist, again, coming off a great uh, frost season. He is now going to look to make sure there's no sophomore slump. Uh, one assist already, pretty good against Mercyhurst in a victory last Saturday. Jesse Horacek, um, you can catch a lot of stuff from him over on the Defending the Den podcast. It's another podcast I do. That's strictly on the Maryland Black Bears. So he has had a great season so far, 4-3 and uh, for equaling 7 in 12 games. As And he's also gotten a letter for himself as well. He is an alternate captain to Dimitri Kieber, another Marylander. He's got four goals and nine assists in 11 games in his last season before he heads off to Alaska Anchorage. Daniel Johnson, uh, he is playing for the Bismarck Bobcats. Only gotten slotted into one game so far this year. Got an assist in that. Uh, so it was during the showcase. We will see what he does out there in uh, Bismarck, Edgewood, Maryland. Hey, I know where that place is at. And uh, so we will keep tabs on him. Quinn Kennedy and Sean, uh, Quinn Kennedy and Sean Cocollin waiting for college to start for them, as is Matthew Danzinger and Eric Sharpentier. Sharpentier is uh, in Dartmouth, whereas uh, uh, Danzinger is for the, uh, playing for Wisconsin Superior, Quinn Kennedy, Connecticut College, Sean Kilcullen, UMass Lowell. William Lawrence of the Johnstown Tomahawks, he is off to a really hot start for himself. One goal and nine assists so far this season in 12 games for the, uh, the young man uh, from Bethesda, former Team Maryland player and also Mount St. Charles alumni. So we will see what he does. He'll be a divisional rival here against the Maryland Black Bears in his uh, overage year going into it. So we will see what he does there. Will Margell is now at Mercyhurst. He has not registered. He played in the game, not registered a point just yet. Uh, Blake Montgomery for the Lincoln Stars, three games in. Nothing doing in points-wise there. His brother, Bryce Montgomery, is going to be playing for the South Carolina Stingrays this year. 
would be in the AHL, but the Carolina Hurricanes do not have an AHL affiliate. Therefore, they will uh, they will have to slot him in the ECHL for the time being. Cameron O'Neill started his uh, career at UMass, got into a game, did not have any uh, points in that one. Uh, meanwhile, Evan Orloff has uh, is playing for the Green Bay Gamblers. At least he's rostered on that squad so far this year. No stat line for him as he awaits to go to the University of Massachusetts Amherst next season. Luke Rubin for the Maryland Black Bears. He is uh, one goal, one assist, and only four games for himself. Uh, we will hope to see a lot more out of uh, Rubin, the 05 from Fulton, Maryland. Uh, we will see what happens out of uh, him, uh, hopefully a lot, of course. Uh, Jared Tenorti starting the season with the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, the Severna Park High alum is uh, going to be one of the key defenses for that rebuild in Chicago. Uh, Adam Varga also has gotten into uh, the overseas game as he is playing in Slovakia for HK Dula Mishklovich. As uh, we will see what he does. He only played four games last season in the ECHL. Um, we will see what he does. Hasn't didn't doesn't look like he played much competitive hockey after that. So we'll see how how he does and see how his conditioning is as he plays over in the Slovakian uh, Premier League, as it were. On the goaltending side of things, uh, Jack Spicer has had a uh, uh, not not the best start to his season so far after a solid season last year. Uh, so far, he is uh, one and two with a 3.29 goals against and an 8.81 save percentage, just coming off a 21-11 and one season for himself. We will see. What he can do in capture and rebound from the early going in this one. Meanwhile, Alex Poyer uh, is playing for the Elmira Impact in the USPHL Elite Squad. The uh, 18-year-old out of Frederick has gotten into one game. No decision on that one. The 3-5-5 goals against and a 9.05 save percentage. So there you go. We've done it. Another uh, first one in the books. Hopefully we can continue this going. And uh, it should be smooth sailing from there. Let's fingers crossed all the way. Uh, you guys can check us out at clutchandcrabhockey.com. A lot of Black Bear stuff on there for now. But as time permits, we will get more things slowly going for the other teams onward, upward. At Chesapeake HW Pod, again, been kind of slow going on that one as well. That's on me. That really is on me. So I will try to be better for you now that we're back, now that the move has happened. Now that I can have the time to, to collect all these teams, uh, much like it's like a Pokemon, and got to catch them all. So we'll make it happen. Uh, I've been Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, like I said, at Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter, clutchandcrabhockey.com. Uh, and, yeah, it should be a good time. We will talk to you next week a little bit more thoroughly, I'm sure. And then go from there. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Play that clutch and crab hockey. Otherwise, Hon, see ya. Peace.